Hello and welcome to Little Birdie Friday Lines. I'm your host, OB. Joining me today, MG for the AFL and Top Rope for NRL to preview AFL Round 4, NRL Round 5 for Season 2022. Friday Lines is brought to you by Little Birdie TV and topsport.com.au. Punting form and manscaped, all your essential items for life. Uh, I'm here today with a couple of dusty humans. Uh, MG, Formula One party last night, Top Rope, the uh, Orange Cup Calcutta. So... Could be an interesting show, but MG, welcome. Yeah, a bit scratchy this morning, aren't we? Um, yeah, late finish, couldn't quite get rid of the uh, the last four or six people. Uh, plenty of alcohol going down at uh, two and three in the morning. So early start for the Masters as well. So we'll just forego sleep tonight. Uh, sorry, last night and we'll uh, do our best. But uh, I don't feel as bad because I thought I'd be the weak link of the crew today. But it's here in top rope, he's not faring much better. As we welcome top rope, the uh, Orange Cup Calcutta. How was it? Uh, it was good. It was good. Uh, plenty there. Plenty of uh, plenty of cash flowing around. It was uh, there's some big names in town. Uh, Gary Portelli, Joe Cleary. This yeah, uh, yeah, handed out the golden slipper winning trainer uh, uh, down here. So all going well. And just another uh, quiet week in NRL circles. Uh, Payne Haas, Albert Kelly. Um, look, if you if you got white shoes and wearing a bum bag, you probably do deserve a little bit of uh, a little bit of attention. But I think Albert Kelly was fighting slightly out of his weight division. Now, any further uh, any further to that story up there, top rope? Yeah, they're both going to cop a suspension probably starting this week. So uh, investigations. <laughs> but talk about a storm in a teacup. Who cares? Just a couple of blokes banging on. No drama here. <laughs> And it's, a, well. it's a Brisbane Broncos, out of sight, out of mind. So um, anyway, that uh, and it happened a few weeks ago as well. So I'm not sure how the uh, how the vision has sort of surfaced so late, but um, that's uh, the NRL for you. And uh, in other NRL news, Kalen Ponga is he uh, going to be the Dolphins' big fish? Meeting with Wayne Bennett during the week? Yeah, I think he will be. I think uh, the uh, form he's been playing in over the last few weeks, it's, it's playing pretty heavily on his mind, despite. Uh, Claims in the press conference that it's not. So we, uh, I think he, he will be the uh, big fish from Wayne Bennett. I think him and him and Munster, who uh, uh, who uh, Bennett's got his eye on, but uh, knowing Cam Munster, he loves kittens too much, so he will probably stay. There. <laughs> Surely there's a few up there anyway. I'm sure Wayne will get something for him. Uh, and the game last night, uh, once again, we we won't, we shouldn't touch on the weather. We just take it for granted. Another wet one up there, but uh, Manly far too good in atrocious conditions up at Newcastle. Uh, yeah, apparently that was the case. Didn't see a, didn't see a minute of it. Uh, <laughs> I watched the highlights. Saw, saw, saw some of the press conferences over a vodka lemon squash. So, uh, we, uh, uh, Newcastle were, must have been appalling last night because you know, no Tom Trevojevic, the uh, absolutely off the map, plus six and a half. And they were even been better on, on the day, down to two and a half point favourites. So, uh, pretty ordinary showing for a team that has shown plenty of character over the first month. Yeah, a few questions are being asked now. And uh, in the AFL, MG, a um, a bit of an arm wrestle early, uh, sort of low scoring first quarter, but then in uh, in a space of five minutes, it was all she wrote, and uh, Melbourne went bang, 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 and Port Adelaide have got some uh, got some worries up there. Yeah, four and OV, zero and four, and that's about where it sits right now. The um. The poor captain for wine, uh, for Port Wines, he went off at halftime with nausea. I'm not sure whether that was an actual injury or just had nausea from uh, lack of scoring in the first half. Went goalless, first time in their history uh, in the first half. So that's uh, not a good record to have. Um, yeah, we spoke about it on Monday's show. I mean, I'm not sure if you're checking the clips, but we just you know, kind of um, thought that Melbourne so far have pretty much been second gear, right? I don't think they've uh, 
broken any great strides. He's getting the Ws on the board, and that's exactly what happened. As you said, they put the uh, the foot down for a good 11-minute period, put the five goals, and that was all she wrote for halftime. And uh, look, I, I gave Port Adelaide a bit of a hope, actually. I thought they, they had to respond and had to bounce back after the um, the brain fade late against Adelaide, but they, they didn't. But uh, a good game for the punters? Yeah, yeah. The uh, bookies, I don't think, uh, fared too well in this game. Uh, Melbourne opened 13, closed 17, so it was a pretty strong push for them. They've obviously covered easy. Uh, and the total was smashed as well. Open a... Uh, 170 close 163 and uh, geez, I'll pay now early on that. <laughs> the over punters were never a chance if they backed that, so it was uh, quick and painless. But yeah, good start for punters uh, for the week. Uh, Port now will have Carlton next week, OB, mm. um, over here. So they're a real chance to go 0 and 5. And what is there? I think there's only one team since the 2000s, I think the Sydney that went 0 and 6 have made the finals. Cool. So um, yeah, it could, uh, could be curtains early for Port. And no worse place to be. Uh, than Adelaide when they turn on each other. They yeah. turn on their own. So I feel for Ken. He's a lovely bloke, but uh, he's got a few issues uh, issues over there. In Do you the think he's coaches. got a few bullets in the – I mean, I know Top Rope loves a coach sacking and he's, uh, he chimes in on the AFL when he smells blood in the water. But surely Hinkley's got uh, – he, he's got a few uh, you know bullets up his sleeve, hasn't he? Or Yeah, a few runs on the board there. Yeah. I, I just don't know who's going to take over. Yeah. That, that's all. There's no sort of – if Voss was sitting there, you'd sort of be a bit worried, but now he's at Carlton. Yeah. So I just don't know if there's a, a real successor for him. Um, so anyway, they've come out during the week, and um, it's probably the, the, the worst sign is that uh, both the president and the CEO have said we're fully backing the coach, <laughs> which isn't a great sign. Uh, but, yeah, look, he's a, he's, he's a terrific guy. He's, uh, he's great to deal with. Um, so, yeah. They've they've got they've got good leadership there. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Richardson, the CEO, Chris Davies, the footy manager, who's terrific. So hopefully there's just some some calm heads prevail. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's a long way. They're back a good from side. There. I think they'll turn it around. It's just you know it always gets highlighted when you you zero on the board early and you become zero two three four and all of a sudden it builds. If they go zero on five next week, it does put the chances of making finals you know limited but uh you know for a coach for port they're a good side i think they'll bounce back pretty and quick. look they, they need to get dixon uh fantasia yeah, and a lear a back but they're not uh they're not coming back uh, no, anytime not. soon yep. anyway we'll get into it it's time now for friday lines brought to you by topsport.com.au family owned and operated for 35 years bet with a bookie you can trust bet with topsport.com.au and we get straight into it mg First a match of the round, Geelong versus Brisbane, seven fifty down there at GMHBA Stadium. Uh, Geelong Cats a dollar eighty four. Brisbane Lions a dollar ninety seven. The line uh, minus one point five over under one sixty seven point five. The Cats have uh, rested Selwood. Higgins is injured. O'Connor comes in for possibly a run with roll with Neil. Uh, how are you seeing this one play out? Yeah, good game. This is probably uh, the match of the round for me. I think uh, and. The- Good money for Brisbane. Uh, Geelong, rightfully so, uh, at home started uh, open minus four and a half. It's uh, back to one now. Uh, could almost get to pick. I, I think Geelong probably have to start, you know, should deserve to start favourite. But uh, I'm a fan of Brisbane. I know, you know, going to carry the can with them for a long time again this year. I, you know, I don't like tipping against Geelong at home, but, you know, this is a big game for, uh, danger game for Geelong at home on their calendar. And I think uh, Brisbane will give this an almighty shake. The money's behind them. I, I don't think there's a lot of value left in them, you know, around the even money mark. Uh, I'd tend, if I was going to back in this game, maybe look at the margins, 1 to 24 or 1 to 39 now for Brisbane, just to get a bit more value. But, uh, yeah, keen on Brisbane. Um, you know, it's a tough place to win, though, down there. It's hard to go in confidence with too much value, but... Uh, they probably should have won last year. The uh, Bailey on Blitzarf's holding the ball 
Yeah. Um, you know, that yeah. contentious call that they came out during the week and said they probably got that wrong. Um, I find it funny. Geelong really need a ruckman. And then Darcy Ford, who was on Geelong's list for five years, yeah. goes to Brisbane. Now he's a starting ruckman up that against Stanley and, and Radigalia. So it's amazing how these things work. I I, I like the Lions. Um, I think they can uh, cause a bit of an upset down there. Yep. Happy to with the Lions. Beautiful. As we go to the uh, first match of the NRL, it's the N- New Zealand Warriors. I can say NZ Warriors. The New Zealand Warriors against the North Queensland Cowboys. Uh, Friday, 6 p.m. in Redcliffe. Uh, New Zealand Warriors dollar eighty. The North Queensland Cowboys two hundred five. The line minus one point five, and the over under thirty seven point five. Top rope. I read one of the quotes of the year during the week from your good self, uh, who said, "A coach who tinkers is bad. A bad coach who tinkers can be crippling." And that's where we're uh, currently at with the uh, New Zealand Warriors at the present. <laughs> it's exactly where the Warriors. But uh, uh, uh... Fortunately for the Warriors, we're also at that stage with uh, with Todd Payton and the Cowboys as well. So, uh, real battle of some very ordinary coaches. Not the most compelling game to kick off the evening's action with. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little surprised that the Warriors opened outside this one. The Bucs are getting to where it probably, probably should do. But um, the, key, the key play here is Hamiso uh, Tabio Afado, the, the Cowboys fullback, probably the most dynamic player, is out. Uh, so we're going to see Scott Drinkwater, who uh, started fullback, who has more than a, a small case of the drop season when he plays at fullback. So that's a concern. The Warriors have won their last two. They tend to hold form pretty well. Um, they've only beaten the uh, the Tigers and the Broncos, so we've read a huge win into it. But uh, probably a little bit more talent on their list as well. They looked a lot better with Sean Johnson about last week. I'll, I'll be taking the Warriors probably down to yeah, the dollar seventy quote, to be honest. And uh, Sean Johnson, he played well last week, but no Daly M points there. What's uh, what's doing? Uh, the Daly M is one of the greatest debacles, an absolute travesty on Australian sport. Well, not, not only is the judging absolutely, you could you, honestly, you could if you could you could get someone blind who had never seen a game of rugby league before to come and give, do a better job than these judges, and then to not have a knot on the ground on that we can have a thousand bets rolling on it. Disgraceful. Got to get this right, PVL. Got to get it right. Oh, I love winding you up top rope. That was a beauty. Uh, so we uh, we look ahead to the second game of the AFL round, uh, Richmond and the Western Bulldogs, 7.25, Saturday night at the MCG. Richmond, 2.60, Western Bulldogs, $1.52. The line, 11.5, over, under, 167.5. A few good judges have said that uh, the Bulldogs could end the Tigers' season here. Uh, conceded uh, 10 out of the last 11 goals last week against the Saints. Um, oh, if they uh, if they drop this, they're in trouble. And the Bulldogs are uh, are going pretty well, although the back line have got a few issues uh, at the Bulldogs. MG, which way uh, which way are you leaning? Yeah, that was a pretty good summary. Well, both teams one and two, so the, the fallout for the loser uh, is going to intensify on their end as well. Not to probably the Port Adelaide levels, but one and three is a fair, a fair way to come back from. Um Obviously, the Bulldogs, you'd say, after last week's efforts, are on, at least on the upward curve. Um, you know, yeah, Richmond, geez, they blew up hard, didn't they? It's not the first time it's happened this year. They did it round one against Carlton as well. So that'll be a worry against a midfield that's uh, very consistent and hard running and got a lot of depth. I know they get pressed here back, which is huge for Richmond. Make He's, you know, possibly one of their most important players just in terms of the engine room. Uh, obviously, Jack Rewalt will help with their scoring, as you said. Bulldogs have got some injuries now down back with Cordy and Keith out. So uh, with Rewalt coming back, you know, I think 
in this match, I think Richmond are slightly favourites. I think the market's exactly where it should be, though, so it's hard to actually have a tip. And I'd be looking for the close point ranges here if you're going to bet outside the uh, the easy. I don't have a swing either way, but I think Richmond represent the value instead of the Bulldogs in this game. Yeah, I think the uh, the tall forwards of the Tigers, Bolter, Lynch, and Rewald, have to kick for probably yeah. fifteen between them uh, if they're if they're any hope. Um, 15 between them is a lot. Yeah. Oh, it is a lot, but they, 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 yeah. they, they're not scoring. And the Bulldogs will score. Um, their midfield's got oh, probably, look, 15 yeah. probably a bit, a bit excessive. Maybe 10. A bit too, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe 10. But yeah. I just think that, yeah, in the second half yeah, last week, you know, Cochin looked a little bit lame. I think he got a bit of a corky there. Um, if Grimes didn't go down with that hamstring, Grimes is a massive out, yep. how he controls the back line. I think they... I think they conceded, you know, eight straight goals without him yeah. there. Well, he um, was this, he was the swing in last week's game. They were in 100%. it, they were in front, and as soon as he went down, there were some murmurings around. So yeah, I think at both ends of the park, there's uh, there's exposures for sure. And it's got, I think it's still going to come back to the midfield in this game, and uh, it's how Richmond is going to match up. Presti is your key man back in there, but geez, he's got a lot of he's got a lot of opponents in there. And uh, and the Tigers going in with one ruckman, um, you know, uh, Nank the Tank against uh, against English. Um, you know, they've dropped uh, dropped Soldo there, so uh, that's an interesting move by uh, by Dimmer and the coaching staff. Yeah, yeah, I, it's not a game I want to bet in. I think there's there's better options this week. Uh, if I was going to bet, I think Richmond are probably the value. Okay. Uh, second game of NRL analysis for us is South versus the St George Illawarra Dragons. Uh, the Bunnies a dollar twenty nine. Uh, the Dragons three seventy. The line minus ten over under thirty eight and a half. Uh, top rope. It looks all one way there. Can you any case for the Dragons? No, I was I was thinking earlier in the week I was probably going to come into the Dragons for the big line. I haven't been super impressed by by South and wasn't all that fussed on laying out a big number on them, but then. Anthony Griffin's doubled down his stupidity of playing Moses and Byte fullback on Jack Burr at five eight. So we're um, we're going to have to be with South in this one. They've covered eight of ten off conceding twenty five plus. They've won sixteen and nine against the Dragons. Uh, only a small play, but uh, I'd rather be on the minus than the plus. Here. And uh, Latrell looks like he's coming back in a little bit of form for the Bunnies. Yeah, look, he just took a, a, a yeah took about a half to warm back into it and was was very good that second half against the Storm a few months back a few weeks back. But uh, uh, he. He's just such a good player. He's he's one player who's absolutely going to thrive in this game against you know a pretty ordinary opponent. He's he's had three pretty big games since he's come back. He had the the, the Storm, the, the the arch rivals, the Roosters, and then the uh, the Panthers. So dropping out of uh, Group One company back to uh, back to about BM58 class, <laughs> he, he, he should be good for a try or two. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, third match of uh, the AFL markets this week is Hawthorne versus Kilda, three twenty at the MCG on Sunday. Uh, Hawthorne two oh eight uh, against the Saints, a dollar seventy eight. Uh, the line three point five over under one sixty six point five. Both teams aren't finalised yet, so maybe just have a look at the uh, inclusions, wait to see if there's any health and safety protocols <laughs> that come into play there. But um, could be an interesting game. But uh, at uh, halfway through the third quarter, St Kilda looked uh, dead and buried. Uh, at quarter time, Hawthorne looked dead and buried. Um, Hawthorne sort of hit their straps against a, a, a very good Carlton outfit at the moment, and St Kilda ran all over Richmond. So, should be promised to be a good game. Yeah, I like this game as well. Yeah, big uh, the middle time slot on the Sunday. So, yeah, as you said, the teams. It looks like Impey's going to come in for Hawthorne, and Wingard will sit out. So, that would be early news. St Kilda don't look like they're going to miss any from last week, but they're probably missing uh, good six or eight players of first choice. So, their depth's been tested a little. Uh, 
What do we got? Both teams here in two and one. So again, it's an important uh, game, you know, for one of these teams to go three and one. And probably there's only maybe one spot maybe for the final eight between these two teams if they're going to be up there. So these are the games that I think are really important for these two teams to get the win over, you know, their surrounding competition. Uh, you know, the market's very close. I, I don't think there's too much between it. You can make a case for either. It's not a betting match for me. Um, you know, you can take a line. St Kilda have won three, three straight against them in, in, in recent history. So you maybe just lean St Kilda slightly. But, yeah, Hawthorne, they'll come to play in this game. Yeah, the big one for me is Frost on King. If, uh, if Frost can get on, on on top of King, I think that goes a long way to the, to the Hawks winning this game. Yeah. Um, you, you think at the MCG it swings it back to Hawthorne a little? Oh, look at yeah. You it's, think it's, it's a, just a, it's a hard one. Yeah, it's yeah. a hard one to tip. Um, yeah, I was talking to the old man on the way in here actually, and he, uh, yeah, he's obviously a big Hawthorne supporter. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I think the Saints just, um, just in that second half last week showed what they can do when they get on a bit of a roll. So Hawthorne have yeah. to be, uh, have to be uh, on their game. Then also in the Rock Rider against Reeves, I'm not sure about that one. And yeah, you know, then uh, yeah, Marshall against maybe Lewis. So um, yeah, could be could be an interesting one in there. Uh, as we go to the third match of NRL for the weekend, uh, Cronulla versus the West Tigers. Uh, Cronulla a dollar ten against Luke Brooks's West Tigers seven twenty five. The line minus seven and a half over under forty point five. Looks all one way traffic again here. Top rope. Uh, yeah, there's some big big lines this week. Uh... Hard to break case for the Tigers winning this game. Sharks have, have been very, very good this year. They've won seven of eight. This line might be just a touch big, though, so uh, I'll be holding my nose and uh, having something small on the, the, the Tigers plus 17 and a half here. Uh, six, uh, dogs are six and a half or more. Cover, yeah, a clip of 61% when they're off a cover. They've covered four or five, getting more than 16 points. The Tigers have covered 15 or 20, after scoring 12 or fewer. I'll have to have a little bit on them. The, the Sharks only covered one of five as a double-digit favourite. You know, they look very, very good this year, Corral, but they're not a seasoned team like like Melbourne or Penrith who, who are used to kind of covering those big lines. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be on the, the plus. And, yeah, I think the weather might still be a little bit ordinary in Sydney. Uh, you'll, be surprise, stunned, surprise. you'll be shocked to believe. You'll be shocked to, you'll be shocked to hear. So, um, I, I fancy we uh, we might be able to uh, get a bit of value on the plus seven and a half. And uh, and, and Cronulla combinations just starting to uh, to hit their straps. Oh, look, seriously, the the, the the buyers of the year is going to be a uh, a tie between Nico Hines and Dale Finnegan. It's been absolutely outstanding. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you how good Nico Hines has been. He's made Matt Moylan look like a competent first grade footballer outside. <laughs> him, so that's that's really saying something. So kudos to him. Uh, Combo starting to come on, and they're, they're all just you know you can you can tell the impact, particularly what the impact Dale Finnegan's had on the team of just that relentless drive through the middle. They just do not stop the Sharks, and you, know, you saw that at Melbourne. Yeah, you know, he's probably really really lifted the the, the entire pack. So uh, they're very very good crowd, and, and you know, I think if you if had something on for the top four at the start of the year, you, you're going to be right in the mix come come September. I know you are talking to a few uh, good Melbourne Storm judges down here that, yeah, Dale uh, Finnegan or Finucane, however you uh, like to pronounce it, he was a big loss for the Storm. They loved him. Uh, he just got got the side going in the right direction. So he's been a, a terrific buy for uh, for the Sharks up there. Uh, we'll go through the other five games of the AFL markets now, uh, MG, to see if you've got any any value at all. Uh, Swans and the Kangaroos, Swans $1.11. 
the kangaroo seven dollars the lion minus 38 and a half over under 153.5 anything doing there Nah, tough to bet i'll wait for a uh, a late weather update from top rope on that i, I just can't get involved with such a big line and uh, i think the total is going to move uh, one way or the other like it did last week uh, due to the weather so it's uh powder dry at this stage beautiful so look uh look ahead to the magpies and the eagles uh, Collingwood dollar twenty five, West Coast four ten, the line minus twenty five and a half, over under one sixty nine point five. If I was a betting man, I'd stay right out of this one. No Dugowie, no Taylor Adams. Not sure how the Eagles are coming back uh, from their health and safety protocols. But uh, over to the expert new MG. No, sit out. This one, this is uh, you, you just can't invest in the West Coast games at the moment. You know, they're. Uh, I just don't think you know the. Uh, the team organisation or anything like that, you can't support. And, you know, Collingwood, I know they've got some key injuries for sure, Adams and uh, Degoe, but they could put a number on it. West Coast just chuck it in too easily. And I think also this is my uh, concern if I was having a look at the market, is if, if one player is out with health and safety protocols, I'm just not sure as the as the sort of it gets closer to the to game time how many more that might affect, yeah. or if it might be a bit bit of a a delayed um, a delayed COVID response that they might get it earlier in the week and how they respond yeah. there. So that's what yeah. I that's what I'd be doing. But uh, anyway, we'll uh, we'll stay out of that one. Fremantle against the GWS Giants. Uh, Fremantle a dollar seventy two. The Giants two fifteen. The line minus four and a half. Over under one fifty eight point five. Anything? Yeah, so this, ga- this game's actually flipped. Uh, the Giants started uh, favourite in this one um, by a couple of points. So it's actually pretty strong money for Frio. Again, tough road trip for the Giants to go over to Perth. I'm not sure where Frio are at. Uh, I think this is a wait and see game as well. This this could be an ugly low scoring game, Fremantle and the Giants. So. You're going to earn your catch watching this one. And the other games we go to, uh, the Bombers, the early game at Marvel Stadium on Sunday against the Crows, $1.48, the Bombers, two seventy. the Crows, the line minus 14.5, over under 172.5. The Bombers don't want to lose this. Taylor Walker back, one of the worst tweets in AFL history. The Crows are announcing him coming back. Shocking. Read the play there. Anything uh, Anything? take your fancy? Yeah, like Essendon. I think they'll win, win comfortably. I know they're 0-3, but uh, yeah, looking at Essendon the minus. And I think we've got one more game to get through. Uh, it's the Gold Coast Suns and the Carlton Football Club up there at Metricon. Gold Coast 243, Carlton 159. The line nine and a half over under 159.5. Carlton on a roll. Gold Coast a bit disappointing against GWS last week. How do you see this one? Yeah, I, I'm just going to, uh, no more chances for the Gold Coast. I think they've been disappointing. Uh, I'm just going to stick with Carlton at the moment. Minus nine and a half seems cheap until uh, they get rolled over Carlton. I think we'll just uh, we'll keep following them. So Carlton minus nine and a half. We'll go to the uh, AFLW Grand Final uh, over there. Uh, 12.30, Adelaide Oval. Uh, the Crows dollar sixty eight, Melbourne two twenty five. The line minus four and a half, over under sixty two point five. Look, the fairy tale is Daisy Pierce and the Demons, but uh, Aaron Phillips and uh, Ebony Marinov, uh, you know, they're probably the the, the firm favourites there. Anything uh, take your fancy? Just want Adelaide to get the job done. We've uh, we supported them pre season. We we doubled up around uh, round four, so just one more step to go. Ob uh, Adelaide at home, I think. Uh, They've been the best side all year. I know Melbourne are right on their hammer, but uh, just hope Adelaide get the job and win in front of a big crowd.
Taylor Harris could go zero from three for grand finals <laughs> if that's the case. Uh, and just on the uh, on the uh, AFL futures, the premiership market still looks a race in two, Melbourne and uh, the Brisbane Lions uh, for yours. Anything else? Uh, yeah, Melbourne, $4 into 375 from the win. Uh, yeah, couldn't touch anything outside the uh, the top two. And uh, congratulations to Emily Bates from the Brisbane Lions winning the uh, the AFL W best and fairest. Uh, thanks, MG. Uh, punters, you can locate the AFL Stings for $22 a week in the littlebirdie.live shop for all your AFL betting action. And uh, top rope, we'll go to um, uh, some other games that we can do this weekend. The Broncos and the Roosters. Broncos 5.50, Roosters 1.16, line 15.5, over under 38.5. Anything, uh, anything take your fancy there? Fancy the line might be a little big in this one. Uh, a couple of years ago, the, the Roosters humiliated the Broncos, put 58 and 59 on in two games. Last year, uh, Broncos really lifted for these games. They uh, they stunned the Roosters in Sydney, then went, went down by a point at Suncorp. I think this one can be closer than this. I don't think any of the, 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 the losses are, uh, on the player front are hugely important. You know, Albert Kelly's out. Uh, Thomas Flegel has been suspended. But... Um, they get Kirk Capel back. I think they can keep this one tighter than the 15 and a half. So I'll be on the Broncos uh, with the big stuff. Beautiful. And the next game, the Raiders and the Storm uh, up there in Canberra. Uh, 4.35, the Raiders, Storm, $1.23. Uh, the line, 13.5, over under 40.5. Pappenhausen was just outstanding last week. Uh, I know you love the Storm. Uh, any hope, the Raiders? Uh, no, the game's actually been played in August, so uh, neutral venue, so that kind of has me on the uh, Storm. It was in Canberra, probably a no-bet game, but the Storm uh, are so good away from home. They, they, they cover big lines away from home consistently. They've got a, uh, a, an outstanding record. They've covered 13 of 19 when favoured by 12 more points away from home. So uh, I think this is a neutral ground, kind of takes away any kind of advantage the Raiders might have. Pappenhausen, the fire was their first, their first game really with, with kind of close to their full-strength side last week. And it was only the Bulldogs, but they were very, very impressive. So I'll be on the storm wise this one. Beautiful. And then I think the next game we'll look at is the Gold Coast Titans against the Parramatta Reels. Uh, the Titans, $3. Parramatta Reels, $1.40. The Lions, 7.5. Over under 39.5. Which way are you, uh, which way are you leaning here? Yeah, I'll be uh, taking the Parramatta minus. This is a great spot for them. They... They win these games they're supposed to. They cover big lines. They've got a great record against the Titans. Uh, they were super slick against the uh, the Dragons last week. I, I, you know, the Titans are actually really, really poor. It's a big home underdog. They've covered just 3 of 12, getting more than the converted try home. They've got some defensive issues. They're not getting down for fever in the game enough, I think. I think the uh, the Eels can, can run away with this one. I'll be... Backing them at the minus and looking for some extended minuses for a bit of the old Rick Flair. Uh, the final game of the round, which we'll look, I'm eagerly anticipating, uh, is Sunday 6.15, Bulldogs and the Panthers. Uh, Kyle Flanagan has copped a lot of stick for the Bulldogs bringing him back in. Uh, but uh, the line 20 and a half and the over under 39.5. So uh, top rope, I'm interested to see how Flanagan goes against Cleary and the reigning premiers. Uh, how are you seeing it? Uh, I don't think it takes a genius to figure out how he's going to go. He's not going to go very well at all. There's been a lot of a lot of sympathy for Kyle Flanagan this week, and the Bulldogs have generally been stitched up. But what's kind of been missing throughout much of the narrative is Kyle Flanagan's not a very good player, so he should be grateful for any spot. He does get in first grade, whether it's against the defending premiers 
or against the, the yeah, you know, the likely wooden spoons. So um yeah, the, the dogs are absolutely zero hope in this game. Uh, whether they cover the big line or not, it'll be very much dependent on how much Penrith are clicked on. You can get under ten and a half points for the Bulldogs. That is absolutely free. Uh, and for the Ric Flair, you can get them exactly zero points. The last three times these teams have met, the Panthers have scored a combined hundred points. The Bulldogs have scored four. So it's uh, it's it's pretty much one way traffic here. And if Bill Gould's got any bottle, uh, Trent Barrett will never coach on the game in the blue and white again after this. And any any there's rumours, you know, circling everywhere that uh, Flanagan to the Tigers, Brooks to Canterbury, and then uh, Maguire out, and then you know Shane Flanagan into coach. But what's what's doing? There, the any any rumour that involves Shane Flanagan has nearly always been started by Phil Rothfield. <laughs> uh, so whether um, whether whether he's actually been sounded out by the West Tigers or not, I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure. But I do know this. Luke Brooks is absolutely zero chance of leaving the Tigers. He is he, he's just activated a player option for $1.1 million next year, making him close to the highest paid player in the game. What club in their right mind would, would, would touch him? And even even delusional clubs like Canterbury surely won't go near him. So, uh, yeah, I doubt someone like Trent Barrett, who is obviously looking for quick solutions to save his job, will maybe push him for something this year. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, and uh, the premiership market, uh, look, Penrith still look uh, quite comfortable there with the Storm. Sydney Roosters sort of around the $7. Any uh, any main market movers that to, that take your fancy? Uh, well, the main market mover over the last couple of weeks has been Paramount. They've kind of been in from 15 to seven fifty. Uh, I still think the Sharks are great value there at, at, at $12. I think they are really warming to kind of being a genuine contender. Uh the Storm, though, they just showed how good they can be on their day. So, yeah, broken record, back in the Storm again. As we look to the NRL Women's Grand Final, uh, it's, what, a, what a game the uh, the Roosters played uh, last week. Um, so they're 230. They're the Outsiders against St. George Illawarra at $1.62. Uh, the line, uh, three and a half. Over-under uh, is sitting there uh, quite pretty as well. Uh, congratulations to Millie Boyle and Emma uh, Tonegato, the Daily M uh, winners from from last night. Uh, anyway, you're leaning there, top rope. Yeah, look, it was it was great to see uh, Emma, who, who's been absolutely outstanding this year, uh, get the, uh, the the Daily M award, and she uh, will likely add a premiership medallion to it as well. She, uh, the Dragons, thought the Dragons were very good this year. They've been, been, been vastly improved, which is a bit of a surprise after they lost Jess Sergis. Uh, they certainly weren't kind of forecast to probably be in this position in the pre-season, but uh, uh, their pack has been the kind of cornerstone of what they've been doing. And, and Kezi Apps, Elsie Albert, Shaley Ben, Holly Wheeler, absolutely outstanding pack. Uh, you might have to wonder how much the uh, comeback winner of the Broncos took, took it out of the roosters. They were down 16 nothing. It was an absolutely remarkable comeback, but you know, the, the Saints beat this team two weeks ago, uh, 16-10. Oh, I think they'll be doing it again. I, I just really think that uh, uh, the Dragons, who went 4-1 in the regular season and got through their semi, are just too good for a, for a Roosters team who, who who won just two of their five games in the regular season and, and were down 16 and looked to the Broncos. So uh, they've got a bit of momentum, the Roosters, but I, 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 the, the, my money will be on the Dragons. And uh, what's doing with the, the preliminary final was in... Uh 
was in Sydney, and then now the grand final is in uh, is at Redcliffe, um, and the Broncos finished on top. but played a prelim in Sydney to favour the Roosters, and now <laughs> two uh, Sydney-based teams playing a grand final in uh, in Brisbane. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, the NRL cannot get out of somewhere sometimes. Uh, I, I understand why 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 they tried to put on a bit of a festival of women's league last week at, at, at Leichhardt and have have all the games. Uh, that wants us to, to, to really bring a crowd in. But I, I think it was fairly disrespectful to, to the Broncos and, and certainly didn't help help their cause. And uh, yeah, I think the fact that the, the grand finals in Redcliffe, there was a pretty fair assumption that uh, the Broncos were going to be were going to be in it. So egg well and truly on the face of uh, the NRL uh, administrators there. I think at half time, I think the Broncos thought they were there as well. So uh, top Rope, thanks for joining us again. Punters, you can locate uh, the greatest game of all for $22 a week in the littlebirdie.live shop for all your NRL betting action. That's it for another show of Friday Lions. Thanks, MG. Thanks, Top Rope. Uh, get the Hydrolite into you. Rest up. Uh, it's been a big night last night. You can follow us on YouTube. Follow us in the Apple Store, on Spotify, SoundCloud, whenever, wherever you listen to your podcast. Follow at TV on Twitter or Instagram. And remember, for all your Friday betting action can be found at topsport.com.au. I'll be back next Friday. Nikki will be here on Monday for the first look with all the weekend's action in review. And have a great week, punters. Listener.